It's the Wex Appeal Podcast. Barbells, beats, and buffoonery. Three, two, one, go! Here we go. Dope conversations. That's my gang is con. Where fitness, pop culture, and a lot of random buffoonery collide. I'm coming for you. It's ridiculous, really. Hashtag space. Work. But amusing. Wax, you, you laughed least at me, so you get to go next. <laughs> Here's your host, Wax. I was going to say I blacked out during the explanation. I, was, <laughs> I just heard space. Work. And we are back with another episode of the Wex Peel podcast. Ready to go to the CrossFit Games. We're headed there in just a few weeks and man, am I ready. We're going to go, we're going to do some volunteer work. We're going to do some media work. We're going to hang out in the campground. We're going to go to the Alliance Center. We're going to go to North Park. We're going to do it all. And we're going to go downtown to the old-fashioned and get the old-fashioned house burger, which is tradition. Has to happen every single time I'm there. I cannot wait. I'll be driving up this year, so that'll be interesting. By myself. So it's like a 19-hour trip. I think we're going to stop, or we... I am going to stop in uh, Tennessee, maybe maybe check out Mayhem on the way up, and uh, and then head up to Madison, Wisconsin. It should be a great time, should be a lot of fun, and I am so, 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 so looking forward to it. Cannot wait. Man, a lot of things going on with the show. Uh, if you have not heard, we are now fully on streaming YouTube. So make sure you head over to YouTube and follow Wex Appeal Podcast. Please like, please subscribe, go and like all the videos and do all those sorts of things so that we can get the following going for the Wexfield podcast all over the place. We're also on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, like I said, YouTube, we're, we're trying to go everywhere. So get out there, support the podcast. If you like what you hear, please just click a like, subscribe, and uh, help me out. It'll be a good time. I promise we'll have some good stuff for you. You can also... Uh, listen, when you're listening to this, make sure you're listening on Spotify, the number one spot for uh, for the show, for me. So hook it up. Do those things. Do all the things that you guys do. Share it on social media. Just get the word out there. If you like what you hear, man, let, ever, let other people hear it too. So other people want to enjoy it with you. So thank you so much for the support. Uh, speaking of support, this show's not possible without sponsors and those sponsors to me are the best we have strong coffee company as my go-to for my morning wake up instant coffee making a latte with collagen protein mct oil neurofactor good for health for your brain your gut energy and overall your cutting starbucks out of your life that's the way to do it um basically it breaks down to like two dollars a coffee which is way cheap but if you want it for even less, go to Strong Coffee Company. You can go to the link in my bio, or you can use the code WEXAPPEAL at the Strong Coffee Company uh, website. Use code WEXAPPEAL, all caps, for $15 off your order. Get the Give the gift or get the gift yourself of amazing coffee that not only just wakes you up, but also gives you essential nutrients to your body. Like I said, the collagen protein, gut health, MCT oil, all that stuff. Get it hooked up with your coffee today. Also, Blackout Barbell, my favorite apparel company right now to go to. Blackoutbarbell.shop. Use code blackout, B-L-K-O-U-T, for 10% off your order and a special gift from the Wexpeel Podcast. A special thank you for 
being a listener. But go to blackoutbarbell.shop to shop all their fashions. Their shirts with the Blackout Barbell logo. Their shorts are some of the best shorts I've ever worked out in. Got that five-inch inseam. A little bit shorter, which I like personally when I want to get those gains for squats. I did um, Holly Man on the 4th of July. And although I pretty much did blackout, I uh, I didn't actually blackout. I almost did. But uh, it was tough. But we did it in the shorts. Man, so comfortable. That's about the only thing that was comfortable about that entire workout for me. Get over there, blackoutbarbell.shop. Use the code B-L-K-O-U-T to do it. Uh, get your 10% off and get your gift from the Wexfield podcast. On my show today, one of my favorite people to run into at events, hang out with. Uh, he is a ball of energy. If you've ever seen him on the Buttery Bros, you know what I'm talking about. His name is Julian Marquez. That's right. He is the third member of the Buttery Bros. And he is, man, dancing all over the place on the episodes. But what you don't know is that he's a two-time Emmy Award winner with the NFL. And also, we get into all the stuff that he's worked on. We get into, you know, how he is happy in his relationship now. Things are going great. They're traveling all over the world. And man, just had a great sit-down conversation with him about all the things going on, how he got into CrossFit, how you may not know this, but he is an actual CrossFit Games athlete. He's the only one of the Buttery Bros that can claim that he is an actual CrossFit Games athlete. If you want to hear the story about it, Listen to the episode, share it, like it, send it on to your friend. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Julian Marquez. All right, and we're and we're live. We're here. It is we're the Wexfield Podcast with Julian Marquez. Like, what do we what do yeah. we do with our hands? I don't know. What do we do with uh, hands? I don't know. As soon as you hit the live button, I got I got nervous. I don't know why I'm nervous. I got nervous. <laughs> you, get all, you get all tingly and stuff. It's like, oh, oh man, we're 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 on the we're on the internet. I mean, mm-hmm. this is the literal second show that we've done on this platform with YouTube, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to get better with my video content and do oh. all this sort of stuff. And I'm I'm trying to be professional. Oh, that's great. Um, two two's my favorite number. You know, Dose. It's yeah. not. But so <laughs> and ep- and it's episode 52 of the mm. of the Wexfield podcast. So Oh, I do like know, 52. We'll, I like 52. We'll, uh Patrick we'll Lewis, uh, Patrick, yeah, Patrick Willis, one of my favorite all-time linebackers for San Francisco 49ers. Oh, okay. He was a great. He was a great. Ooh, Doesn't matter. Barrier people know what I'm talking about. He was, he was number 52. So I do remember. Well, I I formerly had a favorite 52 on the on at the time the Oakland Raiders which was Ooh. Khalil Mack and then we decided to just completely ship him off to Chicago and yeah. ruin everything. I'm a big <laughs> so, Khalil Mack fan. Big Khalil Mack dude, fan. Yeah. That dude is a hoss. I don't where yeah. is he this year though? I have no idea. He's not Chicago. <laughs> not, I, I have no idea. I I've, but I met him and I talked to him a number of times. Fun fact, uh totally random. And uh, yeah. I I was amazed at the sheer size of him, his calves, like the details. It's weird when you look at someone like yeah. I'm. Sounds weird, but it's like even in a CrossFit space, I'm used to looking at like ripped dudes, like strong dudes. But then there's like a level tier above that where, the way I like to explain it, at their sheer size, it didn't even matter if they were a professional athlete. Like they could be working at a T-Mobile store and they'll still turn heads. If they walked into your local Target, <laughs> they're still turning heads. Like ah, that's a, that's a tall yeah. glass of water. That's a big. That's a big boy. He's one of those guys where 
he would walk around because the, the I mean, I'm going fast forward and fast, but I worked at the Oakland Raiders for a lot of years. And he's one of those guys that when he walked through the hallways, yeah, when he walked through the hallways, he would work with, like, he would have his practice, like, cut-off sleeves, a lot of cut-off sleeves. um, And then he would, you know, his shorts and shit. And you would just see, like, his calves are so big. It's like when you look at a Samoan sometimes, like, your calves are so big, your ankles are big. Like, he just was, like, a huge dude. And I'm not a small guy, but I just felt so childlike next to him. And then you mix that with the fact that he was like maybe at the time twenty four. You're like, oh, this is a grown man child. Like this dude's young. Yes, absolute yeah. stud. Yeah, you know, on a on a very so, hard position. So, so funny thing about yeah. the the reason I'm an Oakland Raider fan mm-hmm. is similar to what you just said. Um, I was eight years old. Yeah. And my dad was, tr- my dad was training thoroughbred racehorses. Okay. And he was, he was working for a guy in Chicago and yeah. his daughter was dating one of the, uh, at the time, LA Raiders. Okay. Um, Scott Davis. He was a lineman for the Raiders and he was lined up right next to Howie Long. Okay. And, you know, so I met this kid, this dude, yeah. I'm eight years old. This yeah. guy's a monster. Like, yeah. He's just huge. And, as a kid, I was like, this is a football player. Yeah. This is the only, only football player I've ever met, like yeah. a professional football player. And then Monday night football comes on and I can see him on the screen running across the field. Uh, I'm like, that's the coolest thing ever. And now I'm a Raider fan for life. Yeah. yeah it's amazing. Uh, fun, fun fact, Howie Long, I've met Howie Long a few times. He's the staple in the Oakland Raiders. Well, not Oakland, mm-hmm. Las Vegas Raiders. That sounds weird saying that Las Vegas yeah. Raiders organization. Um, and his son works there. So he has, if I'm correct, at least that I know of, three sons. Two of them are yeah. NFL players, right? Like two of them, like one's on yep. Philly. The other one's like, they're both, they're both like very successful um, football players. And then his son, I think it's a middle child or the last one. He's like equipment manager for the Raiders. And it's kind of one of those like, <laughs> dude, what happened to you, bro? Like your brother's in the foul, your dad's a Hall of Famer. And you're just like, you know equipment guy it was like not to like knock on him it's just relatively speaking you know enjoy comparison it's like your brothers did some pretty awesome things and you're here with us with the normal people well it's like the mannings (laughs) the mannings are the same way Mm -hmm. you got eli you've got um peyton and then you've got the the third brother yeah who nobody knows who he is but he's the dad of the one kid that's up in like that's over in texas oh okay Um, with the son yeah arch manning's dad yeah, and he's yeah. going to be like the next, the next Manning, but I maybe, guess the, maybe that know. was his thing was to just breed another Manning. He's like, Hey, I'm just going to create one. Cause I can't be that. My brothers will line. take care of it. Keep yeah, yeah. Keep it going. I saw a meme. I saw a meme that was um, Eli Manning standing uh-huh. next to Tim Tebow. Yeah. And it said, and it was, and Eli Manning was wearing like the total dad garb, like a polo shirt, mm-hmm. like tucked That's into Eli. his khaki shorts. Yeah. Yeah. And Tim Tebow's in there in like sweatshorts and a t-shirt, looking jacked. And they're like, "Imagine trying to explain to your kids that one of these is an NFL bust and mm-hmm. the other is a two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback." Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. I say that. Yeah, it's weird when it comes to the quarterback position. It's definitely a few of those, which is the the go-to is always they love using Tom Brady's uh, like combine, oh. like that photo yeah. with his shirt off and just like. One of the greatest football players ever to like grace the gridiron, and then he used that photo. I'm like, oh, the disrespect! It's so dirty. Yeah. But hey, you know. No, 
So so we jumped we jumped straight in and we jumped in yeah. like full full force in the NFL and all that. Pete runs in and welcome to welcome to the show. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to the Wexabeal podcast. Yeah, thanks and, for having uh, me. Happy to have happy to have you on finally we've been going back and forth and talking yeah. and we run into each other everywhere i'm a hard guy but, to get um, hold of i say a no to a lot of well i wouldn't say low because that sounds a little little extra but i'm like ah podcast now nah, ah podcast but you've asked enough times i'm like yeah you know what let's do it bro let's do it let's, let's my boy do it. Let's, let's do, do this yeah because i'm always in there like no one wants to listen to me what do i gotta talk about for an hour i'm like ah tune into soda like has important shit to say i got anything to say we'll we'll yeah. cut up we'll have fun we'll we'll have a good time but yeah. man to tell people like kind of want to go back and yeah. and go back to the you know some of the early days and and that sort of thing yeah um one of your profile pictures is you holding an emmy yeah two tell me about this man yeah you got so, two yeah i have two that goes back to so tell uh, me, yeah tell me how tell me how this whole thing started where you got the emmy where you got the emmys and how we don't talk about this more okay yeah well it's uh it's funny because i before most people are kind of knowing me from either the buttery bros which is kind of like I guess the third season, I would say. Like, I'll break it into seasons. There's like three seasons, sure. essentially, right? Uh, when In a sense of like career that most people would know me for. There's a third season, which is like mostly all buttery bros, which a lot of people kind of know me for. Uh, the second season was I worked for the NFL, for the Raiders for a long time, for about four and a half years or so, I want to say, give or take. And then the first season was, which is where the inception of all of us, where we all worked at HQ, CrossFit HQ for forever. So I was like from the early days of like meter producing, uh, design and then about I think 2014 2015 uh, I took I took a job uh, funny enough at the Warriors for like four months and then I got recruited okay. from the Warriors because the Warriors they know each other and the Raiders kind of share a stadium at the time got recruited and it was a really cool position and so I was like yeah I jumped on it and went with the Raiders I love NFL I grew up playing football football was like my shit it's my jam you know yeah. um, and it was one of those things like here's an opportunity to work for, you know, the, 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 I guess like the, the peak of the, the peak of the mountain. Um, and if I don't take this opportunity, I may, you know, have a ton of regret. And so like I jumped in head first and then worked for the Raiders for about four and a half years or so. And in that time span, I did, I, I did produce a lot of different things, but two of them in particular was a Charles Woodson story, which is what I won an Emmy for. Okay. Um, and then the second one, was a rookie's journey and it was about amari cooper and that was that was the second one the amari cooper one and both of them was cool it wasn't just me it was like a team of people um but it was fun it was like it was very much uh like the best way i could relate it to it's like the 30 for 30 kind of situation it's just like long form drops similar yeah. to what we do across it stuff like that maybe like road to the games and form for nfl players um, and we created it and people got some eyes on it. They really enjoyed it. They loved it. Got nominated. It wasn't expected to win. And when I won, I was like, oh, that just happened. <laughs> like, that just happened. I have twice. I've been nominated a few times and I've actually lost a few times too. So, but like, we're not counting the loss. We're not taking those L's. We're just going to focus on no. the wins. Um, but it was, it was cool. It was, it was, um, it was a very, very fun season of my life um in a sense of career growth which is like working for the nfl i mean every kid wants to meet a, a football player when they grow up whether it's basketball whatever me as a kid was like yeah that's every kid wants to either be a football player or at least meet some football players 
and I was not going to be a football player (laughs) as a professional, but it was cool to mix the two things, which is kind of what I do now, which is like my love for media and then my love for storytelling and sports. And it was really one of those things that just kind of worked out and it was really fun synergy. And it was, it was great. Like I I love my time there. I work with some really talented, awesome people. um, And we created cool stories, you know, of course, like with all things, there's a grind and NFL, man, it's no joke. That's, it's a grind. It's a lot of hours. It's a lot of working on yeah. weekends. It's a lot of Sundays. And then you start all over on Monday. And the best way I could, re- I could describe it to a lot of people on outside really quick would be, it's like, it was like being a, a, a sand artist. There's these artists that hang out on the beach and they create the sand art and they just like, it's yeah. there and it's temporary. And then it washes away. And then you just have a new slate. And that's how it was every week every week was like the most important week every week oh this matchup or this story or whatever the storyline was for that week um every week was like that it was just like head down eyes forward create 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 and then sunday happens and the faith of whatever that happens from that game or that series and then you're on to the next one and then throughout the season you have like big large story arcs for the most part it's pretty ma- pretty macro you yeah. know that is awesome. And yeah. similar to what you said is like, I always, I was that same kid. I was like, I want to, you know, I'd yeah. love to meet all these players and yeah. I would love to be in the NFL, but there's no way yeah. I'm making it to the NFL. No way. I, I played, I played pop Warner for one season, injured yeah. my shoulder. Mm-hmm. It still hurts to this day. I bruised my rotator cuff uh. and the doctor I went and saw, she she said it would have been better if you just like destroyed it, and they had to go in and like reconstruct it. Like bruising your rotator cuff, That's terrible. Is from Pop worse. Warner football, from Pop Warner, yeah. Damn, bro, you're into, gonna get some into, big boys or something, or you're just going oh, head smash I mouth. Was, this is this is not. I mean, yeah, I was. Is this in Florida? It was maybe like, yeah, this is in Florida. This oh, was a man, rough, Florida ball. This was a rough this is, team. Yeah, it's Florida. Dude, it was yeah. a rough it was a rough team. It was it was a very rough team. Um I can imagine. If you're in California, Texas, <laughs> I don't know, Florida, like yeah, you're definitely gonna have some you're gonna have some stories if you're playing ball. <laughs> yeah, so Florida was a big boys. But yeah. I I played a little bit, you know, I played one season, I got hurt and I was like, eh, maybe not for me. You yeah, know, I'll, I'll go play me. a different sport, you yeah. know, keep my head intact. Yeah. Um <laughs> But I always wanted, like, I love the NFL. I love yeah. following along with football. Uh-huh. I got to take my son to his first football game. It yeah. was one of the XFL games. And oh, we awesome. literally got to sit. Yeah, we got to sit on the front row right at the end zone, right at uh-huh. the corner of the end zone. Oh, um, cool. Sadly, sadly, the Orlando Guardians are with the worst team in the XFL, so they didn't uh, score any touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> but, is it a full, is it a fun yeah. show, though? Like, I've never been to an XFL game or, like, really necessarily It was. It. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. It was a lot of fun. Just kind of hanging out. Like, you know, a lot of, a lot of the, like the cheerleaders and, Mm -hmm. and like hype people were coming over and doing flips in front of us and throwing shirts into the stands and doing stuff. But yeah, the thing about it was, unfortunately there's, there was nobody there. Like like, it was, that's unfortunate. One, one entire half of the stadium, they had all the cameras on that side. Yeah. So that it was broadcasting to the side that had people sitting there. Uh, and if you looked at the other side, it was empty, like completely empty. Oh, so the, it's kind of like a, of like a like a CrossFit regionals. Back in the day. Back, yeah. back in the day. 
this year, this year, man, this year the the crowd. Yeah. Is I feel like back in the day, regionals were like the Del Mars, the California ones. Like the regionals were big. They were hype. They were they were a big deal. I think as of recent, yeah. whatever semifinals, whatever you want to call them. Now that I'm just like, oh, sure. what is this? You know. But um, yeah. I mean, that's not all of them. That's not fair to say. That's not all of them. Today, this yeah. this year, Orlando, the one you went to, where we went to, Orlando, from a crowd perspective it seemed like the stands were full. I'll say that. Yes. But then what really knocked it out the park and which is not even fair, not compared that I completed two different products, which is when the following week went to Torian pro and man, oh, that yeah. is a experience. Probably my favorite event for sure. Yeah. For sure. Like next well, to Waza, I mean, it's my favorite event. You take a country that that's, I mean, it's a big country, but yeah. small yeah. in comparison and you put it all and jam it all into one place. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be lit. And, yeah. and they know how to, they know how to party down there. Yeah. They know how to party. I, I just think from an organizer perspective, I think they just really, John Owen and them just really got a good grasp of creating a fantastic product, you know, and like even talking about the XFL or even NFL, which a lot of people, um, there's a big aspect to when it goes to the events. And again, like, I'm no professional. I don't throw events, but I have a pretty good knowledge base from it from the NFL. Is there's there's a, an atmosphere and game day experience, and it's just a sole purpose job. There's a lot of people's job there behind it of just creating fan experience and touch points for those people to be in those seats and create an environment, create an experience, create some core memories, you know. Um, and a lot of people rely on just like oh maybe the product on the field kind of bringing that and it's not necessarily the product on the field it's like an all-encompassing like all-encompassing atmosphere you know essentially you know like the best way i could relate it to is like um going out to eat for a restaurant like i'm not a foodie kind of guy and to be honest like i could cook a great steak at home or create some great food at home and like i'm being good and it's a fraction of the price but when i go to a restaurant I'm not necessarily going to get food that's better than my steak or food that's like better than the things I'm cooking at home than home cooked meal. What I'm going for is like the experience. Someone's picking up the plate, someone bringing it to me, creating a fine dining experience, maybe the lighting, maybe the mood, the vibe, you know, and that's all encompassing when it comes to throwing events. It's creating, I think Waza does a fantastic job of that, of creating an atmosphere and experience and touch points for the audience to like, you know, want to go and send no seats. So it's like, it's a, like you're seeing a product on the field and you're seeing these people doing amazing things and exercise, but not just that, they also feel seen in a way where it's like, oh, there's all these other cool things to do and entertainment in between and things for me to join or things to participate or even from a vendor's point where it's like they feel seen as a paying customer versus just like someone watching it on the online feed, you know? Yeah, I mean, speaking of Waza, so. I'm drinking out of my... My Waza Yeti, but uh, I'm drinking of a wake the fuck up cup. <laughs> yes, which oh oh hold on we'll we'll I know the sponsor we'll of drop, yours. We'll drop this. Yeah, here here. We'll drop, mm, yeah, we'll I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning all the things on restream. Let's drop the. Ah, uh, uh, there you go. See, yeah. let's see if it'll pop up. Mm-hmm. Is it up? I see it at the bottom. It's up on your yeah, side. it's like oh, scrolling. There. Yeah, it's scrolling. It's yeah, scrolling. So we'll hit- We'll hit my we'll hit my strong coffee, you know, since yeah. you got the cup. You see what um, I did there? I was like, oh yeah, 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 I got that. Yeah, yeah. These are brought to you by Strong Coffee. Okay. There you go. But the uh, <laughs> no, Waterpalooza is one of the best things I've ever experienced, mm-hmm. and yeah. just the total experience being able to really like kind of 
echoing back to what we talked about with the NFL is that, mm-hmm. man, you want to go and meet your favorite, you know, your favorite players and you, mm-hmm. and that is an experience like no other. And that's why I love CrossFit so much is because yeah. you can go, you can go to these events and you get to meet these mm-hmm. all-stars, these people that you never thought you'd ever yeah. get to meet. Yeah. So like, what has been some of the coolest experiences you've had, you know, kind of in your time with this and, and doing all this stuff, you know, oh. obviously you have the NFL to, you know, fall back on, but yeah. you know, between the parallels between NFL and CrossFit? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of parallels, but there's also so many things that are so different. Um, with CrossFit, and just a little backstory, with, funny enough, I found CrossFit at a very early age. So I found CrossFit um, 2008. So I found CrossFit in 2008. Oh, my, first, wow. my first affiliate I went into was Lelaine Fitness. It was out of San Francisco. I'm from San Francisco, Bay Area. Let's go. Um, yeah. but I found this gym called the lane fitness and they're a fantastic crew. And just like everyone has those stores, man, it was like a tight knit family. It was awesome. We're doing this underground thing. This, this, um, like it's hardcore. Um, it was like new movements, you know, that I've, I've kind of touched with various sports, you know, kind of grown up and nothing like to the degree of what CrossFit demanded. Um, funny enough, uh, I remember, I just found CrossFit and a bunch of them in San Francisco because it's the Bay Area, the way Northern California, and where uh, the first yep. games is was Casho's Ranch. A bunch of people from the gym that I've only been going to for a month and a half at this point was like, hey, we're going to road trip down to like Aromas, California. And being a city boy, I'm like, fuck's into Aromas. Like, why would I go to Aromas? Dude, we're going out there yeah. and do a bunch of fitness and stuff. I'm like, yeah, not going to happen. Like that's, I'm not going to spend my weekend going down to Aromas, California, go camp. Uh, fast forward. I then get heavily more into CrossFit. I see every second counts and watch Savan's documentary on this. And I've watched that documentary uh, a number of times. And I was like, man, this is awesome as hell. Um, and then uh, fast forward 2009 comes and I competed at the 09 games. So I competed on a team. But I'm so cross it gets better. Oh. I like to host it. Yeah, on a team. So on a team, <laughs> nice. uh, which I always joke about, like Marson loves fucking making fun of me for that. But like I competed at the 09 games, same games Annie was at, uh Miko Sailor one, like just a handful of just awesome people. But I was on a team and this is where we just signed up. It wasn't like you have to like I don't believe that we had to qualify. Like we did our own like in-house qualifications to like compete to be on the team. But like, I think you just signed up and we camped and got like an yeah. Airbnb of sorts. Uh, that was before Airbnb. So we like did a vac- vacation rental. <laughs> um, we ate Panda <laughs> Express. There's Panda Express there. And it was awesome. It was a fantastic experience. And this is at Aromas. This is at Aromas. Yeah, this is at Aromas. Um, and it was like Aromas, Watsonville kind of area. But um, that was, it was, it was kind of like from the beginning I've dove in, I was head force like head first like so many other people um and it was just one of those things that something aligned where i was studying media and film at the time um i really love this thing about crossfit and the fitness lifestyle and that story there and then uh there's an opportunity where crossfit had teamed up with espn they were putting out these crossfit uh like shows the very first crossfit game shows which was i want to believe yeah 2010 maybe 2011 games uh, I'm not sure. And um, a bunch of people from my affiliate was like, hey, you should apply for this. You're really good. At the time, I was working for like EA doing like 
in-house videography or something like that early in my career. So I applied to them like, hey, I'm a big CrossFit fan. I've been doing this for a while, competed at the 09 games on the team. This is like, you know, like a whole bio, like resume, essentially like pick me situation. Um, I ended up getting pick. <laughs> I go down there and it was CrossFit HQ, which was like four people at the time. And that's where I met Tony Budding and Rory and Heber, Heber Cannon and Marson, which is there. I think that was like Marson's first week in Santa Cruz um there's like a lot of the old school greats and we just created uh like kitty henniger was there miranda was there uh it was like just a really fun environment and it was like it was like being a part of a really really cool startup culture at the time and we're creating this content um that for a very devoted few kind of a niche market at the time was like just loving everything that we put out and it was like real-time feedback but the coolest thing about it I still, to some degree, which was uh, Tony Budding at the time had, who was like the media director, essentially, he's no longer there, but he was an awesome dude. He would purposely only hire people who did CrossFit, essentially. And so you're yeah. getting uh, these people who are very passionate about the product, especially at that time. Um, and so like, you just, you don't, you don't, you like, you could teach someone all the tools, but you can't teach someone to care. And for us and everyone there, we cared so much about the product and what we're doing and what we're trying to do that is shown and spilled over into the shows, into the documentaries, into the media. I think a lot to like the growth of CrossFit at the time, you know, and it was really cool. Um, and then the cool thing when it comes to like the athletes, and you were talking about the experience kind of was all over the place there, but was oh, yeah, um, the cool thing is like these athletes are doing amazing things. Um, most of them, you could still very much get in touch with, like you could very much be like, you could drop into their gym in their CrossFit gym and you'll run into them and see them. Um, they're very much, uh, they're accessible, you know, and they're accessible to the normal person, right? Like you don't have to be built with like LeBron, LeBron James genetics or Cleo Mac genetics, you know, where it's like, there's definitely a genetic lottery when it comes to making it to the NFL or the NBA, when it comes to yeah. CrossFit. Um, yeah, it kind of leans its hand to like a shorter, <laughs> shorter athlete, but for the most part, like it's very much more accessible. And the cool thing about that is that it's a very shared suffering that a lot of people in those gyms know what it's like and knows what it takes and gets a little taste of what it, 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 uh, what it requires of you to make it to that level. And the cool thing is yeah. that a lot of those, those athletes now you've seen it in sport a little different, but a lot of those athletes kind of found those in the, in the, in the, at the time later in their life, like later in their career, essentially like after sports, after college, after high school, you know, like now that you're seeing it cause it's been around long enough that you're seeing kids like Emma Lawson and Emma Carey and stuff like that, finding a very young age. But at the time when I was joining 2010 or whatever, it was like a bunch of ex athletes, a bunch of people coming out of college and wanted something to grasp onto. And this was just that fun thing to like be competitive still, you know? So, yeah. Well, and that's one of the cool things that's going on with um, and this is something that's going into like wrestling. I was yeah. watching a, a podcast with um, Triple H mm -hmm. and he was talking about the the new um, college NIL agreements. Yeah. The you know, name, image, name, image and likeness has opened up the WWE yeah. to basically be able to recruit people out of college and all these like former athletes who there's no future for them outside of college. Yeah being able to go into athletics crossfit mm -hmm. kind of lends to that same thing yeah of you know hey you can still be competitive you can still do this this sport but mm -hmm. at the same time 
you know, we're, we're up and coming and being professional. Whereas yeah. WWE is like, we just want athletes. Yeah. We can bring them in, yeah. bring them in from college, get them mm-hmm. out there on the mat and, yeah. and, and do it up and bring the next superstars from a younger age in, oh, the, in cool. wrestling, which I think is kind of cool. You know, kind of the, the, yeah. the, the parallels there. I mean, the Dominican's um, been doing it with baseball for a long time. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Cuba's like, yeah, how do you think you get out of the Dominican Republic? Cuba, too. Is like, hey, yeah. we'll bring them. We'll breed them. We'll give it to you. you yeah. Know? yeah. Man, baseball is a whole different game. That, yeah. that man, there, that is such a, you know, I've been yeah. coaching the past, like, I've been coaching Little League the past two or three seasons. Mm-hmm. And, like it's funny because I was listening to um Rich, yeah, the Rich Froning podcast, and he was oh, talking yeah. about coaching his son oh, yeah. and how it's the most frustrating, frustrating. thing he's ever yeah. done in his life. Yeah, <laughs> and we had that my... we're down there too as well. And he was talking about that. He was like, dude, one of the hardest things ever. So frustrating. Yeah. Oh, my son's six. Yeah. So it's it's they are barely older than T ball. Mm-hmm. So they're just learning fundamentals. It's like mm-hmm. pick up the ball and throw it to first. That's all I want you to do. Yeah, that's <laughs> just, it. Fundamentals. Just pick up the ball and throw it just to first. Keep your focus um, here, and that's all I need from you. And then we're good. We're yeah. calling it. Hey, yeah. get out of the dirt. Stop. You know, stop making dirt angels. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever it is you're doing, get mm-hmm. up. Come on, let's go. That's awesome. But yeah. It, I, and <laughs> God bless my team, man, yeah. because we were the we were the rookie Red Sox. Mm-hmm. And like I said, they're all like six, seven, eight years old, learning yeah. basics, learning fundamentals. Yeah. We lost every single game this season. Ooh. Um, and only but only by like one nothing. Yeah. Like two yeah. nothing. Like not we weren't getting blown out, but hey, close games. Get lo- close, you know. <laughs> we were losing every single game and we finally won the last game of the season. Yeah. And you would have thought me as the coach, we won the World Series. Yeah. Like hey. It's not how you start, how you finish. I was over on the the sidelines with the parents, and the parents were like, are you okay? I'm like, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to win one. Win one. (laughs) Okay, good effort. We gave good good effort, kids. Yeah, Yeah, I love that. Win the last one. That's all that matters. And, I mean, they knew because, like, we had a controversial call, and, like, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I threw something. Controversial call? With five-year-olds, bro? With five-year-olds, man. (laughs) Kid, Kid hits it. Goes up first base, you know, goes up first base. They pick up the ball. They throw it to first base. Mm-hmm. And I could have swore the kid, they, they tag like, our runner hit first, and yeah. then they tagged him. Yeah. And they were like, no, 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 he's out. And it was on their side, yeah. like, with all their parents and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, I could see it from third base. Yeah. It was they... safe. My kid is safe. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? I either have to fight all the parents on that side. Or just yeah. let it go, and I let it go. But I'm pretty sure I like took my glove off and threw it against the fence. And like, uh, okay, the but you still won. <laughs> but you still we won. We still ended right? up winning. Yeah, so it's yeah. all good. Yeah, it's all good. Well, yeah. and and me and my wife talked about it after. I'm like, I would rather give up certain plays, mm-hmm. knowing that I was right. But yeah. just be like, you know what? I'll give it to you, and I'd rather win knowing mm-hmm. that I was honorable mm-hmm. than win by oh yeah, we got that call. Yeah, you know, or, yeah. Or you know, I'd rather I'd rather win legit than. I mean, quarterback in the situation. Now that you won, it's easy to say. But, yeah. I mean, I'm sure if I took yeah. an, a loss, I'd be like, "Well, you know, maybe we should have fought for that last play." No, 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 no. I say yeah. the same thing. I'm like, yeah. 
I lost, but at least we kept our integrity. Yeah. You know, and then, <laughs> then it's like, you know, yeah, the only reason you guys won is because you took a call. Yeah. Juice is not <laughs> so. worth the squeeze. Juice is not worth exactly, the squeeze. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm trying to teach my kids. It's not about mm-hmm. winning and losing. You're, you're six, seven, eight years old. You know, we got to get a, but mm-hmm. all the kids had a blast. They had a great time. Like we'd finish games and they're like, did we win? Yeah. No. No, you didn't. You didn't score a run. How did? How could we win? Didn't come close, bro. <laughs> didn't come close. Didn't even come close. But yeah. you know, hey, you played well. Um, mm-hmm. But they did good. They did. They did yeah. great. Um, yeah. So you are you're out in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Basically, you you're traveling the world with yeah. uh, with the buttery bros with the doing, buttery uh, bros doing that thing all over Mars the Mars and Heber. Yeah, the yeah. three amigos, <laughs> the trifecta. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So you guys were just, um, I know you guys were just in Naples. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say, can I announce it? But you guys put on. Yeah, we're, we're in Naples. Up. This last trip, like this last trip was Naples, uh, Montreal with Jeffrey Adler and then Vermont okay. with the HWPO people. So this one's, nice. this one's a, this one's a, this trip for what do we like to do now instead of, cause we do four episodes a month and we yeah. don't want to travel every single week. <laughs> so we like to try to like, at least now kind of, kind of group them together when we can uh, get the most bang for our buck, essentially, like try to hit a few different camps. And this one was one of those, which was, we went to HWPO, hung out with our boy, you know, Frazier and the crew and Sammy and Hopper and Kat and all of them had their training camp. And then we drove up to Montreal Spent the day with uh, Jeffrey Adler, did day of training with Jeffrey Adler and uh, his wonderful coach and partner. Um, oh, my God. Caroline. I was like blanked Caroline, out right yeah. now. Uh, blanked out. And then uh, drove back to HWPO, took a flight from Vermont and to Naples, to Florida. We're actually supposed to go to Emma Lawson, but um, it just didn't work out this time because she's really busy with like finals and high school and stuff, which is crazy. <laughs> when you think about it, we're like, all right, cool. No worries. And I was really pushing. <laughs> no, that, is, that is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Me and yeah. Mars are really, I was really pushing for the brute crew. I'm a big fan of the brute crew. Like I think them yeah. as a personality, as a destination like Naples, like, I mean, I can't say enough good things about what they have going down there, like what they got going on. Um, and they're just a really cool crew, a really good group. And so we really want to push for Naples and we ended up making that happen, which I'm excited we did. And, uh, um, awesome. it was like a, it was a great, like, I wouldn't want it in any other, in any other order, like to end that like little strip, essentially like that little tour with Naples was just like fantastic. The weather, like yeah. say what you will others say about your state, Florida, but man, I'm impressed. Every time I come to Florida, I love Florida. But then again, I'm always on the coast. So it's like really easy to say you love Florida when you're on the coast. But from like everything I've been to, man, I, I really enjoy Naples. That water is yeah, like it's, bath water. It's not bro. bad. Oh, yeah. The water is amazing. Oh, my down God. There. Like, dude, the yeah. water is like white sand beaches and just like bath water. I'm like, ugh. If anyone well, knows everybody... the show, I don't do cold water and I'm not a big fan of cold water. So, <laughs> you know, but, oh, yeah. I mean, you're, you're in California. So they, they say West coast, best coast, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but we say the same thing here in Florida, except yeah. it's for the West coast of Florida. Okay. Because yeah. the, the West coast of Florida is beautiful on the Gulf. Yeah. Crystal clear water. You can see through yeah. all that sort of stuff. You go on the East coast and you need a tetanus shot. Oh, really? Um, it's like that, huh? Or, or something. Yeah, I've it's, never been on that side, to be other than, yeah. I guess, technically Miami, like Fort Lauderdale, but like that's at the bottom, sort of. So, yeah. I don't know if that I mean, counts. That's, that's, 
it's another country. Yeah. <laughs> Miami is a whole different country. Oh that, yeah, that for is, sure. It's the like, only, it's, it's the only place in America other than maybe like a few parts in New York where I go there and I feel like I'm in a completely different country. Even to language yes. being spoken, to the culture, to everything, it's like it's a whole nother world, which I love it for that reason. Yeah. You know? So. Well, you speak Spanish. Yeah. Well, I don't really speak Spanish, <laughs> but I am Spanish. <laughs> I don't but speak I mean, it, but yeah, no, I'm like, yeah, I'm a little biased you under, there. You understand? Yeah. You understand enough. Yeah, and for yeah. me in San Francisco, it, it's also because we're such a diverse city. Like, it's uh-huh. not weird for me to hear like Cantonese or Japanese being spoken or other languages. It's just like, it's such like a multicultural, like it's a, it's a hub. It's like a yeah. potluck of people. Um, and Miami is kind of similar to that where it's like, oh, all right. I dig this. I yeah. like the diversity. And, and depending like, on where, and depending on where you show up in Miami. Yeah. Like it's completely different. Because, oh yeah, for sure. Like you said, you've got, you got the Spanish culture is mm-hmm. heavy down there. Yeah. But then you've also like I went to another part of Miami and it's all like kosher and and like Jewish community. And, really? Like, like yeah, I like that. Um, I I went to this one place and it was like all kosher restaurants and things. Like, it was oh, amazing. Yeah, that does make sense. I do remember seeing that too as well. There's a uh, mm-hmm. there's a place down there and I'm a sucker for marketing. Yeah. Um, and it's called Levy's Shawarma, mm-hmm. and the shawarma, the A in shawarma is the Avengers logo. Oh, really? So if you if you remember the end of Avengers, yeah. he's like, "Hey, I saw a shawarma place around the corner. You want to go? Want to go eat there?" Mm-hmm. At the very end of Avengers, and then yeah. they show him like the the closing credit scene where they're sitting in the shawarma shop. Yeah. So the he used that A for it, and I went and I I was like, "Okay, I'm a sucker. I'm going to go just because of the sign." Yeah. yeah. But the food was amazing. Oh wow. Um, yeah. That's, that's so a cool they, owner. They, you know, it's a cool owner when he like made that like made that executive decision to just be like, yeah, we're going with it. Yeah. Changing our menu, like, changing our sign. And when you guys come down to Miami, it's mm-hmm. like 45 minutes North of Bayfront um, okay. to get there. Yeah. It's in, it's in Aventura, which okay. is still in Miami, but it's, you know, North. A no- a north is there. Yeah. But it is so good. Like yeah. they get, uh, basically you get a pita. Yeah. And they slice the pita in half and then they just stuff it with, you know, oh, all awesome. the meats, all the, you know, all the different. Oh, yeah. so. I, lo- I love, uh, I love Miami and not for what, like, I don't do South Beach or anything like that, but I just love Miami whenever I'm there for Waza. It's, it's my favorite event. Touring yes. pros up there, but like, it's my favorite event. Plus I also do like biasly, I do all the design for Waza and stuff. So it's yep. always like, it's always yeah. a fun time of year. I just, I love the event. I love the people. I love the city. I love the airport well, getting I feel, there. You know? I feel like it is the all-star event mm-hmm. of CrossFit. Yeah. Like you've got the you've got the Super Bowl, which is the CrossFit Games, but mm-hmm. to me, that's all business. Yeah. Like the people that are there for the most part are there for business. They're there yeah. to do their yeah. thing. All the athletes are there. It's yeah. it's a totally different tone. Yeah. And then you go to Miami. Yeah. And you go to Wadapalooza and you've got Danielle Brandon just hanging out with her dog. Yeah. Like it's hanging out weekend. there just looking. Yeah. Looking cool, you yeah. know, hanging out, talking to people, getting pictures of everybody, doesn't uh-huh. care, not a care in the world, just talking yeah. to all sorts of people. And you've got yeah. all the athletes running around and mm-hmm. it feels like an all-star weekend. Yeah. That's and a yeah, good way they to put go it. out there. Yeah. And they go out there and they compete and mm-hmm. obviously they go out and they fight hard and they try to win and, yeah. and do their thing. But yeah. at the same time, they look like they're having fun out there. They're having well. fun. They're in costumes, you know, they're like, yeah, the Canadians are wearing <laughs> the Canadian. their finals and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah quick so, question is is, yeah. is there a way i could run to the restroom real quick or is this live Can yeah we pause it no okay all right i, I, I mean two seconds go i mean what 
I'll, I'll hang out and we'll talk about sponsors. Okay. Stuff. So sponsor of the show. We'll go ahead and click the banner on the bottom and uh, let's see. We'll go ahead and mute that. There we go. All right. So we'll talk about these sponsors brought to you by strong coffee company. Strong coffee company is the go-to for me. I love it. It is uh, instant coffee has your collagen protein, has your MCT oil, has all the things that you want in your coffee. Julian is drinking out of the uh, the strong, the the wake the fuck up co- uh, mug right there. Love Very it. on brand for me. Uh, so you can use, yeah, you can use the Wex Appeal podcast. Uh, you can use the Wex Appeal promo code for $15 mm-hmm. off your order. And also Blackout Barbell, which is the shirt I'm wearing. Uh, blackoutbarbell.shop. Use the code blackout, B-L-K-O-U-T, for 10% off of your order and a free gift from the Wexfield podcast. So yeah. Those are the those are the things. I put you on mute because you got your, your earbuds oh, in. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, You're, no worries. Totally <laughs> he's running to the restroom. I better, you know, just shut I that I see the restroom, but it was actually just to get some water. I was like, man, my mouth yeah, is no, dry. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I heard the water come on, and I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what thick that is. Go ahead. Go ahead and mute. But uh, – Man, so you uh you have things going on, man. Yeah, uh, you got a woman in the life. Yeah, that is like she's amazing. There, man. Oh, uh, she's good? great. Uh, Erin. Oh, good O E. Yeah, uh, she's amazing. Met her at CrossFit gym. Uh, met her in Salt Lake City with the boys. Uh, you know, Buttery Bros based out of Salt Lake City. So, um, yeah. I spent a good amount of time there, probably six months out of the year, even during like the COVID, the COVID time, I guess. You know, yeah. especially with San Francisco. Um. But, uh, like, yeah, we met, and it was just, like, kismet, man. Like, we hit it off strong. Like, we just vibe really well. She's very humorous. We're both goofballs. Um, and, yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah. I'm just glad awesome. she was available get- for me to swoop her up. Yeah, and you guys met before the before the CrossFit competition that you guys jumped in on. Oh, yeah, yeah, for that yeah, episode, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Cope Surfy. Oh, yeah, for sure. That would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. So, we met and we started. Oh man, we we met and started dating like two weeks after. It was it was like it was fast. It was fast. That's it awesome. was it was really one of those ones where it was like I met her. We went on a we went like on a practice date. Um, and then like, we hung out a few times and then I was like, Hey, on a whim, it was like near New Year's Eve. I was like on a whim. I was like, Hey, uh, do you like want to go with me and my friends to like a New Year's Eve thing? And we're going to like Denver and we're like, you know, have a good time and just want to come with. And, uh, wasn't really expecting her to say yes. She was like, I would love to. And then I was like, awesome. You're now going to meet everyone. And at the time, funny enough, we're just really cool friends. Like we only known each other for two weeks. And before that even happened, I was like, uh, just throwing it out there. Like, do you like me as like a friend? Am I reading this wrong? Or do you like me for like something more? Cause I don't want to introduce you to my friend as any, like, I'll be embarrassing. Like, oh yeah, I'm trying to like, I like this girl. And she'll yeah. laugh and she's like, no, I, I like you. I think you're adorable. I'm like, cool. Awesome. I'll run. <laughs> I'll so, run. We'll, so we'll go, we'll go with the girlfriend tag. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with girlfriend tag. So like, yeah, yeah. So I introduced her to my friends. My friends loved her. She's, she's amazing. She's great. Um, and then now she stays out and lives out here in San Francisco with me. And then oh, nice. like, she's from Salt Lake city. So uh, whenever there's like a, a trip where it's just like a quick fly out where let's say we're filming an episode on Sunday or the mm-hmm. weekend over the weekend. And then um, we have to go somewhere else for the following weekend. 
we'll just stay at her place in Salt Lake City and then we'll hang out. Because, I mean, we have a cool network. All our friends are there. We have a ton of friends in Salt Lake City. She's from there. I'm very sociable. So I made a lot of friends out there as well. Um, but like right now, uh, because I know my time will be limited here in San Francisco and it won't be like for my forever home. Uh, eventually, the way we're going, it's like our network is kind of in Salt Lake City. So it's like it'd be really cool for her to like live outside of the place that she was born, which is like yeah. SF and like get a little taste of that. And so we're here now because um, she's like loving that experience because like when we ever get to live in San Francisco and get to see a part of the person that I love like life. And then, like, eventually, we'll go to Salt Lake City, you know? Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah. You yeah get, and, and then, of course, with all the travel and everything, it's kind of almost like built-in vacation sometimes where you can be oh, like, yeah. hey, hey, we're going to go to Naples, and then after we're done with this, we'll just stay down there. Oh, for yeah. A few oh, for sure. We do that. Even with, like, we're talking about Waza, every year, that's a vacation. I've kind of guys kind of get on it. It was, like, take a few days on the back end. Like, take a few days on the back end where it's, like, we do so much. Um like take a few days where you just decompress and kind of get away from the crossed space, I guess. And it's not that it's like a thing you need to get away from, but like for us, we run, I mean, anyone who knows this, like we, we run at a pretty uh, high intensity energy <laughs> throughout our episode and when we're filming and stuff. So for us, it's kind of like, it's nice to have that time to just decompress and kind of get away from things, you know? Yeah. Which is great. You know, good little balance. That's awesome, yeah. man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah my, my wife was actually she was calling me, and then I'm like, I'm mm. on a on a podcast, but she's actually at the beach. She's at the beach. She's at the beach with the kids. So, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. uh, sounds nice. Fourth of July so she, tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they, yeah, I had to work. I had to work today. Um, I had to mm -hmm. go down to uh, almost almost to Naples, uh, Tampa area. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, I'm gonna actually gonna be going down um to Sarasota. Clearwater area and okay. doing a podcast with uh Dave and Cammy. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, I know yeah. I, we went to the house last year when we're uh we went did a tour, we went to Clearwater, one of the episodes, and then we yep filmed at Dave and Cammy's house and we did like Thunder Bro. That's how Huber got so big. It's just Thunder Bro, yeah. bro. It's a lot bro. of Thunder Bro, just mm, you know. <laughs> I'm genetically just built this way, you know, but for him he has to really work for it. So yeah. Know. Well, I mean, I know he tried the whole uh the whole Dan Bailey version of it and it didn't, didn't oh, yeah, so it, it didn't work out yeah, he just got fat <laughs> <laughs> he just got fat that's all he, did. he just got fat you know? he just got just got fat but um mm. yeah and I go through I go through the stages I'm yeah. I'm in the I'm in the process of I've got to get back on track with my uh I'm doing alternate mm. fasting so I fast one oh, cool. day like yeah. fast one day eat very limited the next day you know the whole day go back and forth yeah like the whole day yeah. you're one of those that's weird yeah. You're the yeah. second person I just recently talked to that said that. <laughs> Marson does that now. He like fasts on Wednesdays. Like, I don't know if it's public. Yeah. So <laughs> I just made it public. So but he doesn't eat all day well, Wednesday. Yeah, like all day so Wednesday. I do, I'm like, what? Yeah. I'll, so I'll basically do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm -hmm. Um. So I'll do Monday, Wednesday, Friday fast, and I'll eat Tuesday, Thursday, and usually I'll eat during the weekend. Oh, crazy! So I'm fasting, fasting three days, and to start it. Yeah. I actually did the uh, the Hemsworth fast, okay. so I did four days, um, you know, four day fast. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> uh, which was surprisingly <laughs> easier than I thought it would be. Four days of just not eating, <laughs> not eating, just water. Damn, zero calorie, just water. Um, so water <laughs> and black coffee. Like I, I, I okay. would drink black coffee 
and, just, and man, you can't it. even like just like not even like a grape. You could even just like a, nope. a grape. Damn. No. Y'all, y'all on some, so, some others. I can't do that. Can't do that. <laughs> can't do that. Uh-uh. My personality um, changes too much. You know, can't do that. Yeah. But I love that yeah, journey my, for my, you. Like, I love that journey for you. I personally my just kid, my kids take my kids take a wide stretch around me at that point. They're yeah. like, uh, we're gonna leave dad alone. We're, yeah. not gonna, we're not gonna bother him today. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I you know, I'm trying to do some things to kind of jumpstart my health. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, over 40, so I'm trying yeah. to make sure that I'm here for a long time for my kids. And, oh, that's good. Yeah, you know, with four with four kids, man, they 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 just suck the life out of you. Oh, you know, so oh. you gotta make sure you gotta make sure you try man, to I can't imagine. I got some I got plants. That's all I got. I got kids. I got <laughs> <laughs> I got some plants. Ugh. Well, I mean, imagine when you take water and you pour it in the plant and it just disappears. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, that's just like pretty that. much what my life is pretty yeah. much what my life is like. I commend um you. but all in good things, man. I yeah. wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for the world. Those yeah. kids are those kids are awesome. Yeah. But uh you know what uh you know you guys are coming I guess what are you guys doing leading up to Madison? Like you guys got big. Uh, I think right now. So the way we do it is um, we film a ton with with a (laughs) with a athlete or something. We do about an episode a week. Right now, I think we might do a little bit more, but we kind of have some things in the bank right now, which is so we don't have to travel. So we have a HWPO uh, episode coming out. Um, We have that Jeffrey Adler episode coming out. Um, I think those would be swap jeffrey adler come out first and then hwpo for a 200 episode Woo! Um, nice. and then nice. the brute episode would be right after that and then from there there's a few different things so that kind of gives us a little bit of runway so it's about three weeks or so uh from there we're yeah. trying to maybe do a west coast one because for us like salt lake and like more west we're way more west coast than our east coast and right now it's like with the athletes there's just not a lot of places where they live pretty easily accessible and it's long travels and they're long days uh and for us we're just trying to like you know offset offset that a little bit so we'll probably try to do someone on the west coast whether that's chandler maybe alex kazan maybe that's justin or boy in boise you know just try to do that we had some some grumblings of like maybe doing a little tour in la which is uh link up with uh actor slash athlete sort of uh, but I don't want to put it out there because I don't know if that's really going to transpire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then good, from there, good. we're going to work our way towards probably if Chandler's still there, um, say what's up to Invictus team, stuff like that. Um, and that'd be kind of cool. Or maybe we go to Boise. Um, maybe we do something with Pat. So it's, 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 we try to break it off in regions like that. What's the most accessible, you know? All that to say, we're less than a month away. I know. Tell us about it. Which Tell is me. crazy. Yeah, it like, is. It, is it crazy. seems like it never gets here. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah i should probably i should probably make arrangements yeah the weird it's weird when it comes to the games and i'm sure for the athletes as well and everyone who kind of has like their teeth sink like kind of like their 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 claws dug into the ecosystem that is crossfit it's like the this comes from it goes from semis or whether it's regionals or whatever what they want to call it at the time and then you get to the games it just feels like to me that just like shrinks the summer kind of goes away (laughs) like everything just kind of fast forwards and then we're at the games and then after the games i'm like oh okay now i could kind of stretch out my legs and do some fun stuff and like plan some trips but like leading up to the games it's always been for us especially for us it's been like that's our bread and butter like that's our community that's kind of like where we're kind of like born into like we do a lot of things outside of the cross the community but that's kind of a thing where like we link up with our friends and we tell that story and we you know have some fun create some cool content 
um, and get it out there. And so, yeah, that lead up to the games, man, it's, it's a, it's a crazy one. And then when we're at the games, it's always, always crazy at the games. Like that is, Oh, it's a hundred, it's a yeah. hundred miles per hour. Um, yeah. Like once, once the feet hit the ground. Yeah. It's and, crazy. and for us, I mean, it's, it's a weird, unique position. Um, Cause like, you get to these events and we want to tell these stories and all our friends are competing because we've grown, we, we've developed such awesome relationships with these people that you want to see them do well. And you want to like, you know, root them on and capture, capture these moments and all these other things. But we also have our own responsibilities of like a product to push out. So we also have to do things that's like very buttery bro esque and all these you can capture those content, but also in the process, it's not like we're dropping in with like, let's say for instance, this last episode that we just filmed or any episode we drop in, we're with the camp, we're with the athletes, you know, we're interacting, we're filming, we're working out, we're doing all that good stuff. Um, and it's really just us. And it's in, it's like a way different environment. It's kind of fun. Then you drop us into the event, like cross the games or any event for that matter. <laughs> and then now it's like, you have the athletes and you have accessibility and then you have like all these tape lines and different things, whatever they're implementing at that moment, which is kind of hard to tell that story and capture these friends that you're just able to capture a few weeks ago inside their gym or in their house, with like a lot of times yeah. they're in their home. Um, and then you add on the, the extra layer of just like the lucky enough, like we're, we have quite a bit of fans and that's kind of like the epicenter. So like even just getting from one point to the other point, and like you're running into a ton of people, you want to like give them your energy and your moments and stuff in this interaction. Because uh, at the end of the day, they're just what's supporting the ecosystem and, and we love them for it. Um, it's just like a crazy time. So it's like you wake up and the moment we wake up, it's like, okay, we walk out the door, we're on. And so now we're like, okay, we have to get to Pavilion X, Y, and Z for whatever event, film that, tell that story. But even just getting there for us is just like a, can we get a picture? Can we get a picture? Can it stop? And it's like giving our energy and giving our moments and stuff. And we want to make sure that we're on the whole time. Plus we're also like trying to create an episode, do a job, offload footage, all the things. So we're, we're getting very little sleep. So um, it's always a unique time or just, we're just, we're, we're averaging three hours of sleep <laughs> and it's also fun. being at high energy all the time. Also getting dopamine dumps from just like watching our friends do great things, do these amazing things, you know? So it's always a fun time. I love it. I wouldn't trade it, but it is one of those things you come out of that and are like, whew, all right, now <laughs> on to real life, you know, like let's yeah. uh, pack up, you know? Well, it, and, it's, and it's funny, people don't understand when you work events and yeah. obviously it's a different because you're working for yourselves, but yeah. you're actually working at the event. When mm-hmm. you work at an event, yeah, it is a it is a completely different gauntlet that you're running. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I've volunteered at events. I've volunteered mm-hmm. at the games. I volunteered at local events. I, yeah. I would honestly say local events are tougher because there's no breaks. It's just, yeah. go, just go, 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 go all the time. Yeah. But like the wear and tear it takes on you. And then when you're done with the event, it's just like, oh, OK. Yeah. You just. <laughs> but then on top of it, you guys have all this stuff that you got to process through. And yeah, yeah you know set it up tell the story yeah all the post-production stuff like that and we're we're lucky enough now that we now have a really cool team where obviously like the main we have like the main was like me heber mars and stuff we're on all the shoots and all the the things creating the content like capturing the moments and stuff Uh, but then we have a group of like really talented editors um, that assist and help us with that production now on the back end of things that are remote. And so we offload the footage, we get it out there, kind of get rough cuts, all that good things. But when it comes to the games, 
then we're like adding just because we just need more cameras and more footage and capturing uh then we add like really cool arsenals like our, our boy rick jones and a bunch of other yeah, folks yeah. and grant and and like help us um capture those moments and tell those stories and it's really fun too because like as much as we we love doing what we do we also get lucky enough to like interact with other really cool creatives and collaborate and do a bunch of other cool things like with rick and all them and it's like and it's the hang man like you just you get in there and it's like hanging out with like when you're a kid hanging out with your coworkers, employees in the back room it's just like the hang we're always in an rv we're always in a room like we're decompressing we're just like laughing and then we're also just like just like everyone else, we're, we're talking about the events. We're talking about like who you think is going to win that, who you think, Oh, who has a weakness there. Um, and then we're just like, yeah. Oh, we didn't see that happening. Maybe there's an injury, maybe there's a pullout, or maybe like something gets announced. We're like, what? That's, that's a bullshit event, you know, or something like that, you know? <laughs> and the cool yeah. thing it's like for us, um, at least with me, Heber, uh, Mars, a lot of us, we've been so, so tied to the product of CrossFit and the CrossFit Games for so many years and knowing uh, just a, a pedigree and history of like the culture, the workouts, who's behind it. Also uh, knowing the people and from a relationship standpoint, like how they take in a sense of like who's programming, what workouts or how are things working? Like we have a little more data points, which is kind of fun. It's almost like insider trading or we know like the athletes well enough. We're like, oh, that's a good one for them. Or like, oh, I know that person's been working on that, you know, and maybe they ask us. We're very respectful to not like show a lot of things. And we're like, oh, they've been yeah. working on that. I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited for them to like showcase that. But also too, you're also really nervous. Like, uh, have they been working? But so has everyone else has been working on something, you know? So yeah, it's a, uh, it's always well, a fun it, time. It, yeah, it was cool because I, I actually went down to Naples and and dropped mm. in. Oh yeah, and got to see you know i got to see them all you know mm -hmm. down there and everything but i dropped into an actual class yeah at, at naples oh cool and um you know like you said you you see them working on something and you're like oh yeah, yeah. i saw them struggling and i'm not gonna say who it was yeah. yeah but i saw them struggling with that at a certain at a certain event and yeah. here they are just like smashing it yeah and the biggest example that i saw of that is i don't know if you remember but a wadapalooza that event that got away from emma carey was the sandbag oh yeah yeah and then come semifinals, she just absolutely smashed that sand, oh, that yeah. last final sandbag workout. Yeah, you know her and Danielle just running neck neck and neck the whole time, uh -huh. and she ends up winning the event with a sandbag that just destroyed her back at uh, yeah. back at the beginning of the year. So yeah, Emma, it's Emma, cool to see that. Yeah, Emma Carey is oh, dude, I don't I don't think Emma Carey. Now that I've spent more time knowing <laughs> knowing Emma Carey uh to a degree knowing her coach knowing like the the just even to the logistics of their of their gym and everything like emma carey is a dangerous dangerous athlete right now like she is oh, she dude. is hungry no and she is getting after it and um she's she's she she thinks differently she definitely does she's on a different yep. level when it comes to just like her mindset and how she approaches workout how she thinks about workout um and not to say that none of the other athletes do the same thing but like everyone has maybe an if factor to them and for example like maybe someone's like really the strength-based person you know maybe someone's like an engine person maybe someone's really good on their feet like um being an athletic about it and kind of being very adaptable you know uh, with Emma Carey, she's 
I think one of the biggest factors about her that makes her so great is her mindset and just the way she thinks about her training, how she approaches her training, how she approaches uh, everything about it. And then I don't know anyone, and this is, I know a lot of people in the CrossFit space. I don't, I could honestly say right now, I don't really know anyone that thinks about CrossFit and her workouts more than that that woman does yeah like like so more than that woman does so the very first year the very first Mm -hmm. year i volunteered at the crossfit games was 2018 2018 Mm -hmm. and i was in the fan experience um you know where they have all the workout area and stuff like that and i was actually in charge of running the lifting platforms Mm-hmm. And this little 14 year old girl comes in and she's lifting and looks phenomenal and get talking to yeah. her. It's Emma Carey. Nobody yeah. had ever seen her. Nobody had ever met her. Yeah. Nobody knew who she was. Yeah. She wasn't on anybody's radar. And I got yeah. to talk to her and her parents and, and we're talking mm-hmm. to her. And this is, she was, I don't think she was old enough to qualify for the teen division at that point. Yeah. And she's like, I'm, I'm going to win the CrossFit games. I'm like, yeah. Oh, excuse me. She's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm, I'm coming back next year and I'm going to win the teen division in the CrossFit games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kid you not. The next year is when yeah. she won the teen division of the CrossFit games, ran away with it, yeah. came back like, and I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, look who it is. Look who it is. It's yeah. Emma Carey. It's the one we met, met yeah. last year. And here she is doing exactly what she said she was going to do. Yeah. And came back and won the teen division. And mm-hmm. I, I, I know it's not like, like for me to say it now, people are like, oh yeah, whatever. But yeah. I could definitely see her on the podium this year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Emma Carey, it, would not... I, I, it wouldn't surprise me knowing and spending no, time with her in that camp. It wouldn't surprise me, especially like after you see how she displayed her fitness and what she did, even just at uh, Orlando, like just recently, yeah. like she's a monster and she's an absolute unit. Um, she's really dangerous. Yeah, like Emma Carey is one of those girls where I was, it was last year, we're there filming for uh, a thing. And you could see, like, we're there filming. At the time, we're filming. Uh, Danielle was there. She just recently came over. We're there filming with Dallin. Um, Phil Toon. <laughs> we're also yeah. there for Phil Toon. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Emma Carey was there, and she was injured that year, so she wasn't doing a lot and stuff. And you could just kind of see that she was a little more reserved. She's she's naturally a reserved person. But like, you know, we're chit-chatting. That was like my first real time spending real time with her. Um, and the guys are doing a bunch of workouts. And I'm, of course, filming the whole time. And for me, especially for me when I'm filming the whole time and like keep capturing the stories, I have to make sure to like, hey, I need, I need a break to go work out myself, even if it's just for one hour, right? Um, I just yeah. need that to decompress and get the day because like the road, the, like the road life kind of gets hard and kind of beats you down a little bit. Uh, and Emma still hadn't finished with her stuff and we're doing interviews and stuff. And Emma's like, well, I still have to do another piece at one of the other gyms. And I was like, cool, great. I'm going with you guys. You guys, like Marston Heaves, like, hey, you pack up with interviews. You finish that off. I'm going to go with Emma to go like do a workout back at the first original like gym we we're at earlier that day. Um, and it was like a bench press session or whatever. And some she had some accessory work. And so, you know, I'm chit-chatting, talking with her. Um, of course, I didn't spend that much time talking to her throughout the filming of the weekend, uh, other than like, you know, a few conversations here and there, because mostly we're there to capture uh, kind of that story. We want to capture as much as we can of that story of the people going to the games. And she wasn't going that year. Yeah. 
So then I'm spending, you know, an hour and a half or so it was just me and her chit-chatting. This is like my first real interaction with Emma Carey, um, where I'm like really getting to know her, knowing her story, when she started CrossFit, all that stuff. And man, when I tell you, I thought I was talking to a 40-year-old, I'm telling you, that girl is not a teenager. Like that girl no. is so beyond her years. And I mean this in a very, like, in a good way. Like she is so poised. She's so like articulate. She thinks about uh, everything that kind of like, like from her movement patterns to her story or like what legacy and what she wants to do. And almost like some, like almost like talking to someone with like a 10 year, five year and a two year plan at that age. And um, I was just, I came out of that interaction and that workout and just as just colored impressed by her and then just generally just her maturity, you know? Um, so I was excited for her to see, like, have a comeback year this year, see what she did out there. And then on top of that, just now having that rapport with her and like talking with her and then talking with her coach and stuff like she is, she's a very dangerous, dangerous athlete, you know, like when it comes sure. to, and I'll say this because a lot of people don't say it, but like, um, like when it comes to NFL, even with the players and stuff, there's this thing called like an eye test where you just look at the athlete and you're just like, yep, that they have, they have the attributes. They look like they're fast. They look like they're strong. They look like they could be a linebacker or whatever. They have all these attributes. Um, and when it comes to like Emma Carey, she's very much a lot of people, maybe because of personality, maybe because of just like overall flash, whatever it is. A lot of people would not necessarily maybe give the credit that she deserves maybe maybe some maybe do but yeah for her like in that in sense of an eye test you go to the the normal public or the general just like kind of just watching of it they're not necessarily saying like oh yeah this girl's going to demolish these group of girls in this workout or this athlete you know um and again and again for me like seeing her movement seeing what she does like like she'd be hard she's gonna be very hard to beat like very hard I to beat I honestly think because she wasn't at the games last year, people forgot. Yeah. yeah. People forgot how good she is and forgot how good she will mm -hmm. be. And, yeah. you know, because she came out with, with Mal yeah. and Mal had that, you know, that great year last year, yeah. but she, but Emma wasn't there. Yeah. And I'm like that year off, I think is so dangerous Oh yeah, because she just got to just tinker yeah. and fine tune yeah. and, and make everything just the way that she wanted it. Yeah, and not to give any, not to just give her all the credit too. I think um, a lot of people, uh, like within her camp as well, like she has a fantastic group of athletes to train with every yeah. day. You have Fee, yes. you have Danielle, you have Dallin, you have Sprager, and then you have the phenomenal coach like Matt Torres and stuff. And yeah, seeing what he's done for five for five, like out that camp, I'm so impressed. Like I'm so impressed. I, yeah, like, I'm he, I'm so impressed with Matt Torres. Yeah, and just the things that the way that he says things and the way mm -hmm. that he's working with each one and yeah. you look at them and yeah. like, it's like the odd, I don't want to say odd couple. Cause obviously there's five of them, yeah. but like you couldn't take those five and like, you wouldn't pick them out and be like, yo, that, that looks like a, that looks like a dope oh, yeah. team. Like they, oh, they yeah. look like, like they all mesh really well. It's like, it's like a Brady bunch. <laughs> it's like a Brady bunch, an old sitcom or something like Matt Torres is like the Phil Jackson or Steve Kerr where he, he has, a lot of different personalities with a lot of different, oh, yeah. like, you know, what they're good at, what they're not good at. Um, and he does a fantastic job of knowing which athlete needs what, um, how to kind of relate to them, how to talk to them. Um, 
And very much so, like, it's a very small space. He doesn't have some huge HQ. Like, it's a very no, tiny gym. Um, and that they all work out of. The fun thing is, like, even when you want to work out, each athlete is, like, taking equipment, moving equipment, like, taking it, moving it back. Like, it's almost like a Lego erector second where they're just, like, that's how little their space is. And oh, they yeah. make it work. And it's very successful for them. And it's, like, five athletes who are just, like, almost – like it, it, it feels like a really, really awesome, cool little family. Like you don't have silos. Like the place is not big enough to even have a silo. If you want a silo, like if you yeah. don't want to work out with someone, like, sorry, you should have luck. Too bad. You're gonna have to work yeah. out with that person because they're like right there, you know. Um, yeah. And so they just make it work. On top of that, they all have like dogs, and so there's a ton of dogs in there. So the second I was in that place. <laughs> all the dogs plus athletes. I'm like, man, I'm getting kind of anxiety just in this place. There's so much going on. But after a while, you just like, you could see the success and what he's created there. Um, and I'm really impressed. I mean, like all the camps that we go to, all the people are doing great things, whether HWPO, whether we just came from all those from Montreal was just them too. Like they're all fantastic athletes, you know? Um, we're just lucky enough where we get to be invited to these places. And we're just lucky enough to tell those stories and it's fun to kind of see which one does what that works for them to get them to where they are, you know, like yeah. everyone does something a little bit different. Um, and it's not like that's the secret sauce for, for them to like, for, for people to get to the games, that's just the secret sauce that works for them personally, that whatever, whatever it is, whether it's mindset, whether it's a, a, a deficiency in a movement or patterns or whatever that is like, that's the sauce that gets them to where they are, which is competing at the CrossFit Games. And we're just lucky to kind of be privy to that, you know? So I love it. Well, uh, we're going to wrap up here in just a minute, but I can't. I, yeah. You're Emmy Award winner. You know all about production. And, oh, and, and get out of here. Stuff. Hold on. We're, we're going to, we're, we're still, I'm we're, still here. Yeah. We're actually in this room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's like I, it's like I won again. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, so, are you big into movies? Oh, big into movies. Are you so what's, me? Come on, media what's, guy. What's your what's your what's your summer like look like with movies? Like what's oh, what, my, what have you watched? What what's your favorite one that you've watched and what are you looking forward to this summer? Okay, so my favorite one, hands down, uh into the Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man. Oh, dude. It's animation, it's design, it's what I do, it's what I love. Um, dude, great storytelling, just the the originality of it, just the flavor, the style. It's honestly my it's my number one animated film ever. It's that. Then it's number two is the original Spider-Man. Number three is Incredibles 2. Um, I think four maybe yep. might be. I don't know what four would be, to be honest. Honestly, honestly, Incredibles? I think the, the fact. Toy Story? <laughs> if, if, I wish that yeah. a movie like the Spider-Man, mm -hmm. uh, it's across, right? Across yeah. Spider-Verse is this one. Yeah. I wish that something like that could win an win the Oscar oh, for yeah. Best Picture. Yeah. Because hands down, I've never seen anything like it. Mm -hmm. It is it was just mind bending. Yeah. The other crazy thing, and I don't know if you've heard this, there's yeah. more than one version. Oh, really? There's variant versions of Spider Man that are out in theaters with all subtle little differences. Oh, really? That's yeah. odd. It's like. Didn't it's a know whole that. Another mind trip is a whole nother mind trip. It's like there's yeah. certain like little aspects of it that that are different in different yeah. in different places. Yeah, I didn't um, know that. 
That's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I got hands down, just the animation, the style, the way that they change the style between each character. So you've got like, I think Miles Morales was like in two, like two frame movements. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you've got uh, Hobie in three frame movements. Like, Mm -hmm everything just dude they uh art direction everything what they do they have like multiple teams all creating different styles different art directions but like making it like every world they're creating all these different worlds to kind of like bring them together i think from like a creative standpoint uh like even from storytelling from i I think they did a fantastic job it's my favorite movie of the summer it's also probably going to be i don't really have too much time to like watch too many movies uh i try to do shows now right now but like uh, that as in when it comes to movies that's probably that's for sure my favorite movie hands down for the summer second to that would be air loved air you know big, big i heard you talking big about Jordan that guy yeah. big shoe dude so it's like yeah i love it it's really good it's way funnier than i was expecting it to be like i just love that dynamic i love that story being told it's just a really fantastic story and i think they did a fantastic job telling that story and also just inception of like um a the air jordan the shoe but also just like an athlete then having that power like being able to like kind of flip the script and have equity within the company and having to know like their value and their worth and like having to see something like that like a, a strong mother like that root and advocate their kid to that point where there's like nope this is what you're gonna pay us this is what we're worth this is what my son's gonna do um here's here's our deal and like that to me is just really cool you know and it's like fun because like we all know the Jordan shoe and the brand. It's like you know, yeah. Like you're like, oh my god, that was like the that's the tell all story to like one of the greatest things to ever, the greatest player to ever play, you know. And then like one of the greatest shoes to ever be created, you know. So it's pretty cool yeah. to tell that story. So it did so a fantastic so job. You, so much so that you guys are running around with them. My daughter's now running around with them. Like Let's everybody's, go. Uh, everybody's a, rocking it. It's so. a, it's a, it's a terrible, it's a terrible habit to have because they're very expensive. Oh, but boy, yeah, is it I fun to have them. She won a weightlifting competition. And I made her buy them with her own money. Oh, she there you go. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's were, a. But they were dope, dude. You got to yeah. go check her, her check her Instagram. She did a, she did a Heber Cannon, yeah, uh, recreation uh, shoe reveal video. Oh, I think. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, I saw that. That was so awesome. Yeah, I she love that. To, she had to do it up. So I'll, I'll probably do them side by side. Oh, my God. Thing, we, but... we did like the big red boots. That's so funny. It just yeah. reminded me of the big red boots episode we just put out, which was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's how much Hebers now a shoe had. He just ran a half marathons in the big red boots, which were just ridiculous shoe to do. Insane. So. Insane. Yeah. But, man, dude, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. Hanging out and chatting and yeah, having, this having a good time. Yeah, it was a good time. Hopefully, there's but, something uh, entertaining for someone in there. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, dude. We hit NFL, we hit wrestling, we hit uh, you name it, man. Awesome. Um, so tell everybody where they can find you online, do all that stuff. You know, I, like, I would say the best place to find us online is uh, go check out our episodes, man. The buttery bro episodes, like on YouTube, like and subscribe. Honestly, we we do um, we have a, a fantastic lineup coming up with HWPO, with Jeffrey Adler, with Brute, like a fantastic lineup of just CrossFit content coming at you of these amazing people doing amazing things to get to where they're getting to, to get to the games. And that's the best way to do it. Other than that, just like Buttery Bros or Instagram, my Instagram, you know, if you're on my Instagram, you're just going to see a bunch of me running in my stories and probably me and my girl. So you probably don't want that, yeah. but Buttery Bros is probably the best way to find it. You know, episodes, on, man. man. Support the episodes. You, 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 
you don't give yourself enough credit. Jump on, <laughs> jump on there, follow all the Instagram pages. And also, if you're listening to this, like, follow, subscribe to the Wex Appeal YouTube that is now a thing. We're gonna we're gonna make this thing a thing. So. Let's go. Man, all right. Thank you so much. And uh dude, awesome. we'll catch you up in Madison. Look forward to seeing you there at the games, man. You've been listening to the Wex Appeal Podcast. Get connected by heading to Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Wex Appeal Podcast for more bonus buffoonery and to get the full Wex experience. Plus, make sure to subscribe on your podcast app today. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time for more barbells, beats, and buffoonery.